Hello, and welcome to the Disney Dunces! Using your touch-toad keypad, please enter the first three letters of the movie title you would like to see. You've selected... Christopher Robin! If this is correct, please press 1 now. Welcome to the Disney Dunces, the only Disney podcast presented by self-proclaimed non-experts. I'm Dunce number one, but you can call me Richard. And I'm Dunce number two. My name is Craig Stew. I think I said that wrong. Oh no. We gotta- <laughs> <laughs> you did do that wrong. <laughs> Just keep it going. <laughs> um, no, three. Um, sorry, sorry, China, but you can't listen to this one. Oh, that's true. That's true. China can't. Pooh's banned. It's because their emperor looks a lot like Winnie the Pooh and people started making memes, I think. You gotta cut that part out. You can't explain it. You just gotta go with it. What? Yeah, you didn't hear about this, though. (laughs) No, no, no. I'd like this explained. Ah, Craig. Gotta keep up with the world. Their emperor looks like a little Pooh bear. And people keep calling him Pooh bear and they're seeing that as an affront to God himself. The emperor that's 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 unfortunate yeah so they 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 censor all instances of poo from media and games he was that, not that's in so disappointing Chinese kingdom hearts has no hundred acre woods oh uh, yeah that's so bad because poo is so great everything about hey poo. buddy save your opinions for the opinion section i love poo we're here for the facts so before we get too much into this i need to apologize to the listeners because I said we were going to watch Cadet Kelly, and we watched Christopher Robinson instead. It's not not what we watched. We watched the Tigger movie. What? I could have sworn we were watching the Book of Pooh. Wait, is his name Christopher Robin or Christopher Robinson? Because in my notes, I have both down. His name is Christopher Robin. Yeah, buddy, like the bird or the Batman hero? Yes. Think of the Batman Okay, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Just, hey, go yeah. through your notes. Pooh. Just write Batman. Dick Grayson. You can't... <sighs> Robin. You can't say that okay. word. It's a family show. Yeah, As... His name is Richard Grayson. Oh, okay. Thank you. That is the first Robin. Can you tell me... Who later became Nightwing. The second Robin? Who was who? His name was uh, Jason Todd. Okay. And then there's also... Um, uh, what the heck was her name? The one from The Dark Knight Returns. Uh, Ke- Kelly. Ke- it all comes full circle. It all comes full circle because, l- like I said, last week we were we said we were going to watch Cadet Kelly. I ordered my Cadet Kelly DVD, but it's on back order. So now we got Christopher Robin. Starring, uh, oh, wait, wait, I'm sorry. Yeah, please tell us who starred. Ah, well, Christopher Robin is a film that came out, I believe, last year also. Uh, well. Not also, but yeah. Christopher Robin is a film that came out last year. Also, alongside Cadet Kelly. Cadet Kelly came out quite a long time ago. About 13 years um, ago. And uh, yeah, it is starring Ewan McGregor, who uh, you may also know as Obi-Wan Kenobi from the prequels. I have no idea who any of these names are. That's Star Wars. And Star Wars is owned by Disney, and I'm allowed to talk about it. Okay. 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 Craig Lightning Round. Tell us who starred. Ewan McGregor. And um the chick who played uh I think she was she was uh Agent Carter in the Marvel movies. But I don't remember her name. He also called her a chick, which is just frowned upon in today's age. The, sorry, the 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 strong woman. The leading lady. The actor, not actress, right? I can't Thank say you. that. The actor I figured it out. Who played Agent Carter in the Marvel movies and the short-lived t- television series? But Ewan McGregor is the most important. No, he's not. Are no, you kidding we me? Ha- we had hard hitters like Brad Garrett. I was going to say Brad Garrett, right? Voice yes, he did. Right. The, the role he was <laughs> I, born to I play. Did, 
<laughs> perfect, perfect casting. Yeah, and who did uh Haley Atwell? Who? Haley Atwell, that was her name. She was the the mom. <laughs> We're going back. The, uh, We're going the, back. The wife. Guys, we gotta push forward. Craig, Craig, we gotta, Craig you don't go please, back, you just go forward. Please, go forward. Don't forward, go back guys. in podcast. We gotta push forward. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. You guys you guys missed the heaviest hitter of all. Who's that? The guy who did Pooh. Jim right? Cummings, yes. The man who's been voicing Pooh since nineteen eighty eight. Jim Cummings himself. And Tigger. He does both. He's literally the only person who reprised his role for this movie. All the other voices are new. That's okay, though. I'm over it. I was had a problem with it at first, but I said, you know what? We got Brad Garrett in there. He's the perfect Dior. Who voiced um, Who voiced Piglet? Who used to voice Piglet? Or who's voicing Piglet now? Now, I, I guess. I don't know. But it's a, it is a new voice? Yes, because the original Piglet has passed away back in 2005. Oh, I'm sorry. And yeah, no, it's okay. And the guy who's been doing Piglet more recently has been doing an excellent job. I can't remember his name right now, and I feel awful for it. But for whatever reason, he's not in this film. I I, I guess they chose not to do it. Because he was in the last film, which was back in 2011. I'm actually going to use your Pooh knowledge to help me out. Okay, what do you need to know about Winnie the Poohs? What is Pooh exactly? An animated series? A book series? Movies? All of the above. What? <laughs> like, what did it start as? Well, it, it depends where you want to go. What do you, who has me know today? You could say started as... Mm, he first appeared in Poetry by Alan Alexander Milne. And it was all based off of um, his own child, Christopher Robin Milne, and his stuffed animals. That turned into a series of books. Which was later turned into, later acquired by the Disney Corporation and turned into a series of television shows and film. Okay, so you mentioned stuffed animals, and I have another question regarding that. Yes. So the characters, they're stuffed toys and not animals, right? False. They, no. they are. I guess they are animals, but. No, they're uh, stuffed. Some of them are stuffed toys, some of them are real animals. Yes, yes. This is how it goes. Um,. But they're kind of, isn't the idea that they're, they're all from Christopher Robin's imagination? They're from the Hundred Acre Wood, buddy. Which is cr- all created by Christopher Robin. Nah, man, he goes into a tree and he's transported, like Narnia style. Yeah, but, like, even in the original, like the book, isn't that, like, kind of the idea? The child's imagination? Why are you trying to kill the magic? I'm, I'm just trying to get my story no, straight. No, he, cr- yeah, he I'm created tell you right this. Now. I'm what? sorry. No. Come on, you did not create this. This is this is real life, buddy. Ah. Okay. Sorry, Richard. I, I also know. have another question. I mean, I want to give you an overview of the toys so you know. Oh, oh thank you. Thank you. Yeah, please. No, please. because yeah, they're dolls and they're real animals, okay? Yes, the dolls yes. are as follows. Winnie the Pooh. He's just pleased a stuffed mm-hmm. bear. Okay. Tigger. Stuffed. He's a stuffed tiger. Stuffed. Stuffed. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna say stuffed in- emphasis. Ruin Kanga, stuffed kangaroos, and Eeyore. He's a stuffed donkey. And Piglet. And Piglet. He's a stuffed pig. Rabbit and Owl, not part of Christopher Robin's entourage here, at least the the real-life Christopher Robin. He was created by his father and are actual real-life animals in the story and in the film. Okay, gotcha. They casted a real rabbit and an owl. They trained him. Okay, so what's a heffalump? A heffalump is a... It's a scary elephant. So, throughout the, the, the series, there was the heffalumps and the woozles, which were almost, like, they were kind of like... They're the harbingers of dark thoughts of man. They were all, they were always just in, the, in their imagination was, I think, like, the idea. They believed that there were these bad things that, you know, heffalumps and woozles. No, I'm pretty sure they're the harbinger of dark thoughts, and they're very much real. Please... Okay, so wasn't there a Heffalump movie where yes, there, was, there was like a baby elephant? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, the Heffalumps and they're like elephant looking monsters, but they're not like sca- super scary looking. Um, Maybe not to you, Mr. Brave Man. Uh, yeah, not to me because I'm, yeah, I'm super so brave. So brave, big and strong. Big, strong me. Trying to make me feel bad for fearing Heffalumps and Woozles. And the Woozles are what, like kind of weasel looking guys? Yeah, they're weasel boys. Now that I'm caught up on all the knowledge, 
we can start talking about the movie a little bit. But before we talk about the movie, I want to talk about the trailer. Okay. Because I vividly remember seeing this trailer in theaters. I don't know what movie I saw that had the trailer for this in the beginning. Incredibles 2. No, I didn't see Incredibles 2. Was it? It might have been Spider-Man. Did Spider-Man Incredibles 1. Uh, Or maybe Lego Batman. No. One of those. No, because this came out last year. Lego Batman was a couple years ago, wasn't it? I don't know. But seeing that trailer for this movie, it starts off with the guy, he's just kind of like, oh no, I want to go on vacation with my family. Oops, can't. And then next thing you know, you just hear Pooh's voice. And hearing Pooh's voice, that did something to me. Oh dear. I don't think he said, oh dear, but he said something. Oh, oh, sorry. Oh, oh, bother. I mean, you know, the, I, I will say this. Pooh does not have an English accent so much. He's the only one. <laughs> <laughs> him, and, him and Tigger, because again, it's this is Jim Cummings. They got English actors for everyone else, especially Brad Garrett, born in England, raised in England. Look it up. Um, oh. But yeah, that's why Winnie the Pooh has no English accent. He, don't give him one. He doesn't need it. He's better than that. Oh, I don't know. I'm sorry. Kind of just comes out. I noticed that. It's weird. What a weird person you are. (laughs) I don't know why. Stop doing it. Uh, uh, Oh, bother. (laughs) Oh, bother. Can I I bother you for a smack roll of honey, governor? (laughs) (laughs) My tummy's a rumbling. I've got a rumbly in my tumbly, mate. (laughs) Yeah, so even though I didn't have, like, you know, a relationship with Pooh, that trailer still did something to me when I... Saw him. Yeah, what a weird guy you are. I'm quite intimate with Pooh, so I was fine when I started tearing up. You, I don't even know what's going on with you. Craig, how did the trailer make you feel? It's pretty, uh, it's, it, it, uh, you, you really get the feels. You really do. This, this movie was so nostalgic for me that just, uh, because the original Pooh movie, when I watched as a kid, oh, it's just so good. And the adventures of Pooh, I guess. Just, the new it, adventures or the many adventures. The many adventures. I don't know which one I was watching. Whichever one, you know. I'm sure he got stuck in a thing in the in the every time. The, that was every the, episode. Every the, episode he got stuck <laughs> in a thing. In the uh, well, specifically in his house. In the, Not his uh, house. It's always Rabbit's house. He would break into Rabbit's house, eat all of Rabbit's honey, and then try to leave. But he is too fat because he ate all that honey. And now his butt stuck, and they're pulling him from the outside, and the rabbit's pushing him from the inside. And thank God this is a stuffed bear, because have you seen the size of a rabbit? you seen the size of a bear? Yes, I have. You know how this works. You know where that rabbit's going if he applies any pressure to that bear's bottom. I don't want to say it. I don't even want to picture it. But you know what's going to happen. He's going it's just not going to go right, well. Right up the poo. No, don't. Literally. No. I used to have a poo book. In which there was like a, I guess Pooh got a hole in him or something oh like God. that. Like right on his butt. And oh then no! Stuffing. That's so what dark. Is, what is this book? <laughs> I don't know, but he had stuffing starting to come out of him, and like the cover <laughs> no. of the book was like him looking in a mirror trying to look at his butt or something like Who that. Who am I? Stuff was coming out. I don't know what this was though. Uh, I just remember having the book. I think you found one of your father's dark fantasy comics by mistake, buddy. <laughs> no, no, I swear it's Winnie the Pooh. And I think he ended up getting stitched up in the end. I'll believe that. So let's dive into this movie. We start off at a party, a going away party for Mr. Christopher Robin. Because he's going off to boring school. Boarding school, man. Boring school. Yeah, bore, more like boring school. More like, we hate our children, so let's not bother with them. Yeah, when I think about it, because, like, if you'd watch, when, as we go through the movie, you know, board, the idea of boarding school is just like, what the heck? It's like, oh, yeah, I don't want to, I don't want to see my kid ever, like, while they're growing up. I just don't get it. Hey, there's furniture to sell, buddy. I guess so. The parents know that they can't keep a watchful eye on their kid, so they want to do what's best for him, and they send them to boarding school. It's what responsible parents do that don't want to put their kid up for adoption. (laughs) Okay. But, yeah, Christopher Robin is leaving the Hundred Acre Woods because he's going to boring school. 
I wish I looked it up. I wonder if the real Christopher Robin went to boarding school. I don't know. Because it would make sense. Because his father at this time was probably too busy with the war. What? That's right, boys. We're going to talk about that later, but first I want to no, say... No, I in real life. His father was in the war. World War oh, One. okay. He's a war vet. And that's about when this movie takes place, right? Yes, sir. Actually, it probably takes place during World War II. We'll get to that later. Yeah, yeah. Because we're still at the party, and I need to know what you guys think of the characters. How they look. Because this party looked so depressing, and the characters just made it look horrific, I think. They look like stuffed animals having yeah. a tea party. I don't know yeah, what your problem say. is. I thought they looked creepy. I think you look creepy. I mean, they they looked like stuffed animals having a tea party. They they they're old fashioned stuffed animals. They're not like brightly colored. They're a little ragged because I mean they're stuffed animals living in the woods. They're they're not gonna look super pretty, but there there's there's a charm to them. They're, they're simplistic. And they and they look like the characters, you know. They, 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 it's not like they went overly uh, realistic around anything, and they 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 look like the characters. They did a good job. Yeah, you can you can tell who they are, and you can tell that rabbit is a rabbit, and owl is an owl. It's great. Mm-hmm. I thought it just looked weird, but I guess that's me. That's that's me not having that poo knowledge. In fact, I think they do a better job because rabbit and owl really look like owls and, and a rabbit. When in the cartoon, you know, it's just like. It could just be, oh, Pooh is just, that's just the way they're drawing the cartoon bear. You know what I mean? Well, they, I will say this for the cartoon. I'm going to say, I'm going to get in the fence here of the cartoon, buddy. Um, the characters that are dolls all have seams and, like, joints that should. While Rabbit and Owl are, and Gopher, who was added to the cartoon, is not in this film. because oh, I he, forgot about Gopher. Yeah. He, he again, real animals, no seams. Gotcha. Yeah, you, you yeah. Know, you're right. You're right. I yeah. Do, I, now I, I do remember that. You see? So get at my level, buddy. Because of course Eeyore has the um, the, His uh, tail. The, the tail, which uh, you know always falls off, and they gotta nail it's it's in with a pin, I guess, right? Um, I, I think it's traditionally a nail. <laughs> they just hammer and nail. Hammer, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's supposed to be pin the tail on the donkey, I guess. No, right? it's nail that nail that sucker to the wall. Let's do this. <laughs> we don't play around in England. <laughs> nail that sucker down. This is 1930s. We don't have safety pins, bud. No safety pins, only nails in boarding school, which right. Christopher Robin is now going off to after that party. <laughs> so sad. Yeah, he's he's off at boarding school. He has to leave his friends behind. He has to leave his imagination just locked up. Wow. Boarding school. More like boring school, sounds like. It does sound like, but it's not boring because do you know what happens at boarding school? His dad dies. I, gonna, I thought that's what you were gonna say, and I'm like, is that is that he's, is that how he's gonna transition to that? I don't. I mean, you, you got me. Yeah. <laughs> His dad dies. I, it sure isn't boring. What that's... a twist! I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. So it. The beginning, they basically do just kind of like a time skip over his life of what happens. His dad dies. He falls in love. He goes to war, leaving behind a pregnant wife. Who is his cousin? Wait, what? Yeah, no. Christopher Robin married his cousin on his mother's side. Wait, is this part of the... Did I miss this in the this movie? This is definitely or? not in the movie. It's this definitely. is real life, but I'm just saying. So, guys, what do you think? When you watching this movie, you just know that that boy married his cousin. Okay, so Christopher Robin, the real Christopher Robin, real Christopher who the series was based off of, yes, m- married his cousin on his mother's side. Yes, did he know it was his cousin? I. What do you think? This is Game of Thrones. Yes, he knew it was his cousin. <laughs> <laughs> what do you? I don't. I don't know. There wasn't, you know, the internet back then. <laughs> I mean, how do you think they met? <laughs> Family party, buddy. Family reunion. <laughs> I, th- I thought they met on the bus. They took a roll in the hay. No, he just recognized her, I guess. <laughs> like, hey, aren't you my cousin? Like, yeah. And they're like, oh. <laughs> Again, they, they must have skipped that part. I don't know why it seems important. Like, if you're leaving in the war, because guess what? Real life Christopher Robin was in World War II. He originally failed his medical exam, but his father pulled some strings and got him uh, to be an engineer. And then he came back home and married his cousin. So, I, you know, war is, a, war is a problem sometimes. You know, but they did show him on the front lines. They did. Yeah, yeah. In the movie, they showed him on the front lines. They also showed how his daughter was having birthdays without him. Yeah, man, what a sad movie. 
It was sad, but don't worry, don't worry, because he comes back from war. And he starts working at Winslow Luggage, where he does what any businessman does, which is cut costs and cut jobs. I don't think he's doing that so much. He, he doesn't want to. He wants to. Be, he, he, he's a very ethical businessman who doesn't want to, to, to let people go. He wants to cut costs, but in a way where they can, uh, you know, save all the jobs. Yeah, yeah. He's he's the efficiency manager. Yes, he is. And his job is to fire people as efficiently as possible. I, no, but... that's not his job. But I think by saying that, you're missing a big part of this movie, which comes through Wait. at the end. His job is to, <laughs> to to make everything as efficient as possible. Yes. That's literally the, because it's the name of the position. Not to fire everybody. This fi- position is not to fire anyone. He just has to make it work. He has to, yeah. Oh, okay. Maybe cut costs in other places to keep people. He is desperately trying to do throughout the film. <laughs> He's even trying to do it when his family says, "Let's go on vacation," and he says, "I would rather do my job than love my family." Again, I don't think he'd rather do his job than love his family. He just he put it. F- you know, first, I guess. He has to, because if he doesn't do this, the company's going under. He's out of a job, and his family is now on the street. And other people are also going to lose their jobs. All of his, his Everyone, entire, his entire the company's department. Going, the company's going under. By the way, his entire department, that is just references to all the the characters. That can't be true. What? You didn't notice that? No! That the character, the people in his department, some of the people in his department, like there was the one guy that was clearly Eeyore. All of them, people in his department. Yeah, they were all like Wait. different. They were all the character, the one hundred, the the hundred acre woods crew. Wait, describe the people. I didn't, I didn't pick this up. I couldn't pick everybody out, but there was definitely a piglet, and there was definitely an Eeyore. Casca, there is a guy who every scene is jumping constantly. Oh. Okay. And his his tops were made out of rubber, and his bottoms were made out of spring, and he was pouncy, bouncy, bouncy, pouncy, fun, 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 fun. But I guess there's two of them, so that doesn't check out now, does it? Hmm. I I like there was the one guy who was kind of every time you saw him, he was just like, okay, you know, he's like, it was only a couple times, and then there was the one woman who was who she said she would say stuff like, oh, oh dear. You know, like like Piglet. There's also the woman who just carried a baby around in her stomach the whole time. Yeah. Wait, there was? She wasn't, like, <laughs> pregnant. She just, like, had a slit in her, and a child would pop out. Wait, what? The child only wore a blue t-shirt and no pants. It was weird. How did you miss this? <laughs> I, I don't know if you're messing with me or not. I don't know how you missed this. This is, this is Casca just Oh, you know what? She, because she apparently had... I'm wrong. <laughs> She had glasses on, so you probably didn't make the, it. Probably threw you off. Actually, I'm not making fun of you, Craig. I think you are correct. I just didn't care enough to also make note of it. It didn't play much of a role. Yeah, it, wasn't, it wasn't important. No. It was those characters were fun though. I liked them. Yeah, because really, like it's easy to miss because no one likes them, and even christopher robin's wife just criticizes christopher robin for wanting to save these people's jobs i mean it's been years this child is now grown (laughs) she's kind of fed up with it what do you mean she's fed up with it how old is this kid now like eight nine ten it's probably some i'd say maybe closer to eight or nine no yeah seven or eight not seven or eight whatever it's been a while that she's had this kid and been raising her alone because this boy can't stop selling furniture as efficiently as he can. I thought it was luggage. It's luggage. luggage. He's, he's selling Whatever. Luggage. Yeah, come on. Did you even watch the movie? Uh, not that part where they were talking about luggage. Okay, sorry. It was all a blur I... until Pooh Bear showed up. Okay, well, let's let's just get to there. So basically, Christopher Robin's wife and kid, they're going on a vacation together christopher robin would rather help everyone save their jobs i guess again not rather he just has to no he'd rather no the the boss's son put it on him yeah he said he's like he's like this is your job to do this you have to do this and he's like well i was gonna take my uh family uh, to on vacation and he's like no well you have to do this you can't get something out of nothing boy 
That's true. So the wife and kid, they go on vacation alone, and it's up to Christopher Robin to just stay at home and play gin rummy with his neighbor and think of solutions. <laughs> that guy was a jerk. <laughs> he kept Jim Runny? Jummy? Why? He's just like, he kept bothering. He's like, you know, I don't want to be a, like a, a pester, but uh, we got to play that gin rummy one of these days. Up, 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 up. And it's like. He was the uh, best character. <laughs> yeah, I mean, second best character, I would say. He's very excited to see his wife leave and said a couple of bachelors playing Jim Rummy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. He, he, he made Christopher Robin um, run away from him. So like he so when Christopher Robin saw him. He ended up in the park. Okay, but let's 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 go to the other side. Let's go to the Hundred Acre Wood, because Pooh is just a lonely boy. Pooh's family is also out on vacation, can't be found, and Pooh just says, "I can't find anyone. I bet Christopher Robin will help me find them." Oh bother! I can't stop. He's still English. What are you doing? <laughs> oh bother! Indeed. And he is English because he's going straight through that tree and he's going to London. No, you, they let you in London if you're not English, pal. It's not like they're going to stop you. <laughs> no, they need to hear your best accent first. pip tap cherry <laughs> You're in. Yay, thanks. I mean, <laughs> cheers, mate. Throw, throw another shrimp on the barbie. Oh, I'm sorry. That was wrong. That was Australian. <laughs> well, Craig, you're not allowed in London. Uh, we'll leave you in the Hundred Acre Woods for now. Oh, bother. Oh, excuse me, the Hundred Acre Wood? Get it right. Sorry. Not, like I said. It's tea time. You have any crumpets? You got in again. I need them for my family, which I understand means vagina here. And you need them for your fanny because you're sitting on that park bench. No, that's my bum! I fanny a- is a vagina! Wait, fanny? Or f- I, I, I thought you said f- I need them for my family. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to crumpets for my family. And then you said that also means vagina. I'm like, family means vagina? Ohana means family and family means vagina. But we're not on that movie! <laughs> so he's on the bench. Yeah, so Christopher Robin's on the bench, Pooh is on the bench, and they meet. Their eyes meet. Love at first sight. Pooh? Is that you? What are you doing here, you silly old bear? And Pooh says, I need help finding my friends. They're not there, but do you know who is there? Good old neighbor wanting to play some gin rummy with Pooh and Christopher (laughs) Robin. Uh... <laughs> but Christopher Robin says, Pooh, you you better just play dead. He hides him in his coat. The neighbor just I guess he ditched him somehow, I guess. Because they end up in the house. Pooh's making a mess everywhere. Pooh is just nothing but trouble. He's eating the honey. He's getting all sticky throughout the house. I love how he gets sti- gets sticky and he like he can't get off the carpet and he just starts dragging the, the sorry, the rug. And it just starts walking with him. My favorite part is even before that, he starts criticizing Christopher Robin's house. He goes, boy, your floors are all sticky. What are you doing? (laughs) Boy, your ladder isn't very good. (laughs) It's not a ladder. It's it's a shelf. (laughs) Well, whatever it is, it's not good for climbing. (laughs) <laughs> that was definitely like the best part of the movie. Oh. But Christopher Robin is just having none of it. He just wants this guy out. So he says, you know what? We're going to Sussex. We're getting you back home. I gotta go to my old cottage where my family currently is on vacation, but I refuse to see him because I have to put you in a tree. Let's do it. So they get to the train station, and Pooh is just infatuated by travel balloons. Oh, he's infatuated by balloons in general. This is a quality of Pooh that you're not familiar with. I am not. I just, Pooh just said, I want a travel balloon, and I thought it was the most adorable thing in the world. He's that balloon. He says, what color? And he goes, red. (laughs) (laughs) Just like, uh. Just every every time Pooh talks to a human being that isn't Christopher Robin, it just puts a smile on my face. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) 
<laughs> it is so good. It really is just so good when he just uh <laughs> Like does the series and other things like does that have moments like this does? No, because they're never interacting oh. with anyone other than Christopher Robin. Yeah, they're always in the Hundred Acre Wood. Yeah, like Pooh is a little scatterbrain boy idiot, but yeah, he has yeah. he has a you I'm sure you've seen it. He has this incredible logic to everything he says. Mm-hmm. So it's like technically true. Yeah. I, yeah. I adore him. He's the he's the greatest person yeah. in the world. Yeah, because cause these scenes where they're like in the train station and when they then end up in the train, everything he says is just beautiful. Having him in the real world is great. Cecily Old Bear for you. He's just such a wonderful personality. They then end up getting on the train, and Christopher Robin, he is a workaholic. He just keeps playing with his papers, and Pooh decides he's going to play with himself by playing Say What You See. <laughs> and even that scene is just so great. He's just looking out that window, naming every single thing he sees. Tree. Woman. (laughs) I don't know what that is. Tree. It's not much on the countryside, I guess, other than trees and women. It's a good thing that there's nothing to see, because they're already at Sussex, and they're at the tree that Christopher Robin drops him off at and says, Pooh, go on home. Yeah, not before taking a quick detour to see his daughter working and explaining the poo. That's what she does. She likes it. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> she said they're doing homework. Yeah, he's like, don't worry. About it. <laughs> she likes it. It's, it's fun for her. And if she's if she's happy, I'm happy. So let's get you home, Pooh. Okay, Chris. Okay, Christopher Robin. It's not, it's not English. <laughs> I don't know why you keep doing that. I don't know. I, f- I forget a lot about what happened in the countryside, aside from Christopher Robin just takes him over to the tree and says, goodbye, good day. And Pooh just stands there. <laughs> and he's like, what are you, Pooh, are you okay? Yeah, no, sometimes I get to where I'm going by standing here because sometimes somewhere comes to me instead of me going somewhere. Fair enough. <laughs> It is the most amazing thing in the world. (laughs) But sadly, the movie takes a dark turn. Yeah, Christopher Robin pushes him into the tree. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how it works, you silly old bear. Sorry, I'm a bear with a little brain. What do you want from me? Yeah, you are. I hate Christopher Robin. Get in the fucking tree. Get in the tree. (laughs) Yes, fucking bear. <laughs> Ugh, I'm pretty sure he drops the c word. We're not gonna say it, but it's okay over there. Cock? No, man. You, oh, man. Oh, the other c word. That was also my favorite part of the movie when Christopher Robin calls Pooh a cock. He calls him a cock. <laughs> Which is weird because that's just kind of soup over there. Nice cock soup. Not an insult. It's weird, <laughs> but you know Disney probably got their their wires crossed like a someone else I know. Get in the tree, you fucking cock. So uh, this is this is also something else I need help on because okay. how does Christopher Robin end up in the Hundred Acre Wood? What do you mean? It's a portal. He, he crawled through the tree. Why did he crawl in? Didn't he just kick Pooh inside? And he was pushing. Pooh is very strong. He is a bear. Like sure, he's a stuffed bear. He didn't actually kick him. He pushed no, him he in. crawled after Pooh. Okay, okay. Yeah, way to ruin the magic. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> he, he came to his senses and said, all right, I'm going to help this bear because he's my friend. We were painting this wonderful picture of this grown man kicking a stuffed teddy bear through a tree. <laughs> and uh, and now you and you ruined it. Christopher Robin has to get in the tree somehow. <laughs> he, wanted to, he wanted to see how far he kicked him, so he stuck his head in. <laughs> But he got stuck because he ate too much honey. Yeah, he gets stuck and Pooh says that. Did you eat too much? I can't stop doing the Could you? He's not. He doesn't have an accent. I, I'm sorry. Oh, bother. I, is, that, is that an oh, accent? Oh, bother. Whatever. Say the R. Oh, I'm bother. Done. I'm done. You killed me, buddy. I'm done. You killed, you killed me and you killed Pooh Bear. All right. They're in the tree. Well, no, they're not in the tree anymore. They're in the Hundred Acre Wood. 
So while they're now in the Hundred Acre Wood, Christopher Robin says, yeah, whatever, I'll find your friends. Good thing I have this handy dandy compass. <laughs> Pooh, you can be our navigator. <laughs> and then he teaches them what North is. It's adorable. I, I guess I missed that too. Oh, it's so important. It's really, it's cute. But then it's like, why are you letting him, you you know Pooh. Why would we let Pooh use the compass? Uh, because even Pooh can follow something as simple as pointing a thing north and walking towards the arrow. That's true. No, it's not. Because two seconds later, Christopher Robin gets real upset with Pooh because they got lost. And he goes, is anything familiar to you? The fog. <laughs> and he says, I, I, I was following the footsteps. <laughs> and then he's like, these are our footsteps. <laughs> Pooh, weren't you following the compass that pointed north? Well, yeah, when you taught me. But then I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> it's also very, yeah, it's very dark and gloomy in, in the Hundred Acre Wood right now. Yeah, it's dark and gloomy. I don't know why. I think they fall into a hole. Uh, no, just, just, he doesn't fall into a hole. He falls into a trap for heffalumps and woozles. And just Christopher Robin. Because he's a heffalump and a woozle now. He's a heffalump. He's not a woozle yet. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, he's a harbinger for the dark thoughts. Yeah, mean old Harbinger Heffalump is just now stuck in the trap. Well, because they got separated. Well, he let Pooh go. He said it. Yeah. said straight up. Sometimes you gotta let your friends go, Pooh. <laughs> Guess what, buddy? You're the first one I cut. So Pooh disappears. Pooh disappears. Christopher Robin is in the Heffalump trap until the next morning, right? Yep. He sits there and cries and it rains on him. And it rains so much, it floods the hole and he floats to the top. Avoiding drowning somehow. Miracle. He's, he's a very lucky man, this Christopher Robin. Do you know who else is a lucky man? Eeyore. Because shortly after Christopher Robin is out of that trap, poor old Eeyore is swimming in the river. No, he's not. Sorry, floating down the river. <laughs> poor old Eeyore floating on his back at the mercy of this river. Just shouting, life is over. <laughs> I give up. I'm going over the falls now. Stay away, Heffalump. So Christopher Robbins gets ready to go save him, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he has a nice conversation while this poor animal is floating downstream to his death. But yeah, no. The mean old Heffalump comes to his senses and snatches the boy up before he goes over the falls. Which was just like a, a six-inch drop. <laughs> Not even! He's already, he starts taking off his jacket. He's ready to jump in. He's like, three, two, one. And he jumps in. It's just ankle high. He's like, yeah, I guess I got much bigger. Good for him. But Eeyore doesn't recognize him. He thinks he's a, like you said, he thinks he's a, he's a heffalump. He knows he's a heffalump. Yeah, he's a heffalump. He's, he's, a, he's an old man. He has dark thoughts. He's a, basically a, a, a pervert. Wait a minute. Hold on. What? Why makes him a pervert? What did he do to Eeyore? I missed that part. Guy fucks his cousin and he's not a... <laughs> He's not a pervert. Hey, guy makes sweet love to his cousin because they're married. Sorry, sorry. That's how it works, buddy. <laughs> I know it's it's a it's a foreign concept to you to love another person, but <laughs> okay, my yeah. bad, my bad. Yeah, sorry. Christopher Robin doesn't quote unquote fuck. I refuse to believe that. He might kick a bear through a tree, but he doesn't fuck. Continue. The next thing I have in my notes is that Christopher Robin's attacks the air. That's all I know. Well. You skipped a lot. <laughs> <laughs> please, please guide me to how I get to him attacking the air. They find uh, what owl's house, which which has collapsed. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it did. <laughs> I I don't know if it was. I guess it must have been owl's house. It, it was weird. I felt odd about the whole thing because it, yeah, it was owl's house. It was rubble. I felt yeah. bad. <laughs> yeah, but I, if you, I, so I believe bad. it happened all the time in the in the in the I movie, think you're the show, right. Too, right. The show, yeah, and and it had that weather, um, the weather vane, the weather vane, the which is noise. which which they all thought was the heffalumps, but it was just uh, the squeaking from the vane, other vane. I just I love they come to the destroyed house, and Eeyore goes, "Looks like a disaster." Why didn't anyone invite me? <laughs> it's just his voice jam, his misery, and I love it. Oh, Eeyore, buddy, you're going to be all right. You too, Brad Garrett. You're the reason you got that role. It's because of your sad face. I want you to cheer up. You're a cultural icon. And you know what? Not everyone loves Raymond. Okay, I love Raymond too, but... 
But why do they attack the air? Because he's Christopher Robin. Are you dumb? Everybody believed that. Uh, well, first, I guess they first they find Piglet, right? Yes. And then they chase Piglet, and Piglet Piglet thinks that he's a heffalump. Piglet so knows he's a heffalump. Pig, Piglet knows he's a heffalump. So they're running. He's they're running after Piglet, and Piglet um, leads them to everybody else who's now hiding in a in like a log. So he fights the air to protect, you know, like as if he's pretending to fight a heffalump. Which proves to at least Eeyore that he's in fact Christopher Robin because heffalumps don't play, but Christopher Robin, that boy plays, and he plays well. Yeah, he plays well, and everyone accepts him into the group, and they say, "Let's go find Pooh." I didn't. I didn't get the whole. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that he just plays well. Yeah. No, that was I it. It was. I just kind of saw it like as Eeyore just didn't know what was going on because you see him like squinting, and he's like, "I guess he's fighting a heffalump." Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'm not really sure. I see a. He's definitely <laughs> fighting a heffalump. <laughs> I see a jacket. <laughs> he's like throwing his jacket, like and like attacking it. He's and he's like he he pulled out his his uh his umbrella and they're like, oh, he's got a sword. <laughs> that was owl. Owl's good like that. <laughs> Moving on. Yes, because now it's time to search for poo. No, it's actually time for bed. And Christopher Robin oversleeps. No, they have to find Pooh first. In my notes, I have everyone accepts him, and they go find Pooh, and then yeah. Christopher Robin oversleeps, and Tigger gets Christopher Robin's belongings together. You missed the part where they find Pooh. Yeah, they go find oh, Pooh. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they find Pooh, because he's somewhere, and he knows exactly where that is, waiting for someone somewhere to come to him, because he's, he's Woody the Pooh. He and lives a very this... passive life. Oh, yeah, and then they, like, kiss and make up. He's at the spot at the, uh, the, the, the log under the tree. Yeah, the spot. That they, that they would sit at. That's where he and Sora sits all the time. And then they sleep together. Yes, they do. Told you he was a pervert. No, he didn't sleep with him in the sense that you think he sleeps with him. He sleeps with him in the sense that, you know, you sleep with him. Like you sleep with a teddy bear. But then today became tomorrow, and that's not good. <laughs> no, no, because Christopher Robin has a meeting. He's got to get back home. Also, and you also, you mentioned before that, I'm sorry, I got to bring this up. This is important. Yes. Um, you said Tigger got all of his his belongings together. Yes. And it was specifically, it was Tigger and Kanga. Oh, okay. And that's super important because Tigger and Kanga is my first ship ever. Okay. That's not a joke. It just is. Tigger and, Tigger and Kanga is your what? My first ship ever. You know, when you ship characters from a show. Like when you have uh, fictional characters and you just want to pretend that the two are dating or a good match. It's not pretending. It's they definitely are together. I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, because Tigger is so good with Rue, right? He is. He is so good with Rue, and you just see the way he looks at Kanga and the way Kanga looks at her at him, and it's just like, yo, they're gonna kiss or at least hold hands <laughs> one of these days. One of these days, I can dig it. And I, I like that it, they they specifically said, oh, me and Rue, me and Kanga got your stuff together. I'm like, yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> And off Christopher Robin goes. You know what? I, you know what I'd like to mention though. He didn't have time to go see, you know, to go to his family because he had the, uh, you know, this thing. But he had all this time to go to the Hundred Acre Wood and still made it back just in time, you know, for this this meeting. But he also didn't really finish his thing. He was supposed to cut twenty percent out. He got to about sixteen. Ah. Yeah, so I'm, mm-hmm. I'm guessing if he did have the time, if he used that time instead of going into the woods with the stuffed bear, he probably would have found the whole 20%. Yeah, he he couldn't find the other 4%, but he gets found by his family. <gasps> I know. And he, he just stays with them and says, I made a terrible mistake. I'm sorry. I learned my lesson. My friend. He said, me. I made a terrible mistake coming here. I got to get back to uh, <laughs> oh, the London. No, buddy. I got to make my meeting. But his wife understands, right? And they're like, yeah, no, I get it. You're doing it for the family. His wife says, you know what? You can go to London. We're going to be staying here for a few weeks. Oh, no. Oh, no, indeed. That's like old timey word for we're divorcing you, but we can't because it's not socially acceptable yet. Oof. (laughs) (laughs) And it's also a kid's movie, too. No, kid's movies, they divorce all the time. Name one. Yeah, yeah, remember the parent trap? Well, that well they didn't show that happen on screen. Well, because it wasn't socially acceptable for the time. I just explained this to you. You got me. Lilo and Stitch, multiple times that family fell apart. They were not put together well. I didn't see that movie either. 
Are you kidding me? Eh, whatever. Doesn't matter. I think we should ask the listeners for this one. If you can think of any movies where uh, the parents get divorced. Any any Disney movies. <laughs> Tweet at Craig Stuff. At Craig Stuff. Yes. <laughs> He's dying to know. Yeah. I am dying to know. And you could also uh, tweet at the, the, the Twitter that will exist at some point. Doesn't exist. No, it's just at Craig stuff. And if you could, just get your get your Wendy Pooh ships in there. Don't get a, don't be afraid to get crazy with it. This is the first time I'm hearing this term, by the way. Really? You never heard of ships before? Nope. Wow. I forget where we left off. Oh, the the, the this wife. His cousin? Was like, we're getting divorced. No, it's socially unacceptable to get divorced. We're staying at the cabin. Yeah, we're staying at the cabin. Meanwhile, in the Hundred Acre Wood, Eeyore's gonna fly. Heck yeah. And they're making him fly with all the papers that Christopher Robin had. They're like, what are you doing with these papers? And Tigger's like, I had to make room in his suitcase for all the important stuff. <laughs> it was so you know, good. To remember us by. But they say, oh no, we gotta just get these straight to Christopher Robin. Because if we don't, he's gonna be eaten for breakfast by a woozle. <laughs> the woozle's gonna eat him, so they make a mission outside that tree. Uh, expopition? Oh yes, an expopition. Sorry, say that again. Expopition? Expopition? Expopition, I think. It was their silly way of saying ex- exposition. Yeah, they're gonna do an exposition. Is that what it was? Yeah. Was it exposition? They're going to go on an exposition. I wrote down expertition. Maybe it was expertition. I think it was exposition. Wasn't it? Didn't they say exposition? It it was not exposition. It was definitely. That's a a $5 word. Pooh can't afford to use the word exposition. Yeah. yeah. So they go on their expertition or whatever you want to call it. Exposition. There you go, Craig. I don't know. Exposition. Woody the Pooh is a clever boy. But not in the wordplay department. So they end up going to the real world, but finding Christopher Robin's daughter, who's just playing around by herself in the yard. You make it sound so sad. She's having a really good time. She just won Wimbledon. What? <laughs> she, yeah, she won Wimbledon. I mean, I know she was playing like badminton t- by she herself. She won Wimbledon. But... She's playing tennis, yeah. It was tennis? I thought it was badminton. No, it's tennis, buddy. What do you think Wimbledon is? But she was playing by herself, so she won Wimbledon. Well, I mean, you can't just win Wimbledon by yourself, buddy. Well, she was, it's called imagination. It's called she's the champ. They make that very clear. Yeah, she's the champ. All, all those fans are just basically gawking. Pooh's saying, good job. Eeyore's saying, good job. Piglet's in awe. <laughs> Piglet can't <laughs> believe that he's meeting the champion of Wimbledon. But they remember, we're on a mission. An expertition. And we're on an expertition. We gotta make sure our buddy isn't gonna get eaten by the woozles. For breakfast. And the daughter says, I don't want my dad to get eaten by a woozle for breakfast. Whatever that is. <laughs> She's not really following it. <laughs> That's true. She doesn't get it. But she's up for adventure. She writes a note for her mother. And she's ready to just get on that train with all of her stuffed animals. Which is which is great. When you see her on the train, or just running around holding all all of them in her arms, it's just so, so it's so, like so adorable. It's so many dolls. Yeah, it's just like a little girl carrying a whole bunch of stuffed animals. It's 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 very cute. So she's traveling with all those buddies. She's on the train, but uh oh, mother sees her note saying she's going on an expedition. And she says, uh-oh, I better get to that train station. But she misses the train. And her daughter's off sailing. Wait, they don't sail. What do they do on trains? They just kind of ride the rails. She's riding the rails all alone with her buddies, having tea parties, getting honey from the cart lady. I believe they call them trolley dames over there. Getting honey from the trolley dames. But meanwhile in London, Christopher Robin has his meeting. And boy, oh boy, is he looking like a fool. He takes out his briefcase, and he realizes, I don't have my papers. All I have is a weather vane, Eeyore's tail, some sticks, and a couple haycorns. What am I going to do with these? Now, I don't even remember what happens exactly, but I think his wife ends up coming in. Well, the first of all, the, the woozle um, 
the woozle was uh, uh, the boss's son the woozle the, the boss's son the woozle was um claiming that he he had done all this work for uh this big meeting that they had but you see right in the beginning uh that uh he was just playing golf cuz he comes in with his uh his golf bag and and whatnot so he didn't do obviously didn't do anything and was completely relying on uh on christopher robin to do his job for him and he says to christopher robin well actually he says to the meeting he says me me and christopher robin we we spent all weekend but you know don't let me take all the credit christopher robin get up up there show me your weather vane (laughs) (laughs) we all want to see it (laughs) worked real hard on that Show them. Come on, don't be shy. They're the leaves too, you silly old man. But they don't get to see it right then and there. No, there's a child missing. Are you kidding? There's a child missing, and Christopher Robin says, I have to go find my child. No, he doesn't even do that. He gives him a dirty look and leaves. He's, he's had enough of these people. He's done. He's like, I don't have my papers. I have a freaking weather vane. Y'all, you're all nuts. I'm out of here. My family comes first. It took me eight years to realize this. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm sorry. I'm lost without my Pooh Bear. I I mean, I do love how that scene, he could have literally just said, sorry, my daughter is missing. I gotta go. And I think most people in that situation would understand. But he didn't say it. He just left. He just, they're like, where are you going? And he just turned around and looked, looked straight at the hef- or the woozle. The woozle. Give him the dirtiest look. He just yeah. leaves. <laughs> and he leaves. He knew what he was doing. He was, he was so angry at this woozle guy trying to say he was working. He did exactly what he needed to do. Left him high and dry. We should just make it clear his name was Winslow, by the way. For, for those who haven't watched the film. Winslow Woozler. You don't name woozles. You get too attached. Then you're gonna feel bad when they fall in the hole, and you wait for the rain to drown them. You don't name a corpse, Craig. So Christopher Robin's gone, Mister Woozle. It's all up to him. And the executives they say, "Hey, Woozle, you work on this with him. How about you now give us the presentation?" And Mister Woozle takes that briefcase and shows him the twigs, the weather vane, the tail, and they say, "You helped him with this." And he said, yeah, and I'm damn proud of it, father. Because he's talking to his dad. He's damn proud of it, but boy, are they not impressed. Well, doesn't he say that he thinks that uh, Christopher Robin has completely lost it? No, he's, he, he goes with it. He uh. goes with the bit. <laughs> he goes with it. He says, father, look at this tale I made. This is cast iron steel, father. You don't just find these anywhere. As he waves the weather vane. <laughs> this is how we're going to save the company. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah they all they they transfer the the company they now make steel which is perfect because guess what who's that knocking on the door oh it's world war ii <laughs> how convenient wait i thought christopher robin was in world war ii like it's called the joke <laughs> none of this happened they took the weather vane out he said, I think Christopher Robin's gone insane. <laughs> Let's just fire him. <laughs> if you want the truth, that's oh. what happens. You happy? And while that's happening, Christopher Robin's daughter is just having a great adventure, getting to the taxis, crashing into newspaper stands, and just trying to get to that office. <laughs> Thank you, Orifice. Orifice? What? <laughs> Winnie the Pooh thanks the police officer and calls him an Orifice. <laughs> I missed that. Yeah, the, the, they get into the taxi. The taxi realizes these stuffed animals are talking and goes insane. Crashes into a newspaper stand in front of a cop. Goes, officer, arrest that child and her toys. You don't understand. Something's <laughs> not right here. It's voodoo magic. The officer goes, this little girl. You want me to arrest her? He goes, yes. No! Are you kidding me? <laughs> the little girl sees the Winslow truck, says, Oh, that's that's my father. I'm going to leave now. He goes, Well, carry on. I'm going to deal with this mess. Pooh goes around and goes, Thank you, Orifice. And they run. <laughs> now, the officer, the taxi driver, and the, ma- the newspaper man are kind of staring at each other. The newspaper man, eyes wide open, goes, Did, did I just... Did that bear just talk? The... the- <laughs> The taxi guy says, I I know that look. I had that look. I made that look. You saw it, didn't you? Police officer goes, 
no, nothing happened. You didn't see a thing. The uh, newspaper guy goes, pretty sure that pig just talked to me. <laughs> so then they hop into the back of a truck. Yeah, they start hitching rides illegally. In- inside the luggage. Yes. In the back of the truck. Yeah, yeah. They, they're in the luggage. It doesn't even matter. They just end up getting to some place with steps. But but first, uh, Tigger, Eeyore, and Piglet fall out of it. Out of the, they're like being dragged by the luggage in this truck and end up getting launched and land on top of uh, Christopher Robin and his wife's car. Yeah, because the little girl made the mistake of telling Tigger to sit still, but... Tiggers don't sit still. And at this point, at this point, his wife totally didn't believe because Christopher Robin's trying to explain everything. She's just like, you're crazy. There's no talking pigs. There's no talking donkeys. And then boom, they land right on the car. Hello, this is this is Evelyn, my wife. Hello, Evelyn, my wife. And then they are now they're on the steps. They yes. get to the steps. Yeah, now they're on the steps. The the daughter is just racing, trying to get to her father. But then a gust of wind comes and blows all the papers away. Goodbye. Except for one. She saves one. <laughs> one sheet of triangle. <laughs> Not even a full paper. She did a really bad job. It has like the food she pyramid. She did the worst job she could have done. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, some kind of pyramid. <laughs> yeah, the food pyramid. The food pyramid. You know, they cared about nutrition back then. Yeah, she saves the pyramid. Christopher Robin comes in and says, Oh my God, daughter, how I have missed you. I love you. I want you to be happy. You mean the world to me. And the daughter says, I only saved this one paper. How can you love someone like me? Now you're going to send me away to boarding school, father. And Christopher Robin says, oh my God, this is going to save the company. So no, I won't send you to boarding school. We have no idea what Christopher Robin was thinking when he saw that paper. But he storms into that meeting room. And says, I have a triangle. I have a triangle, and he he just brings everyone that was just packing up their stuff because their jobs are going to be saved. And he says, I have a triangle, and I did not write down in my notes how he was saving the company. (laughs) Well, you see. He flipped that triangle. (laughs) Well, well, first first we're going to show that the triangle showed the people who were buying uh, Wilson's Willow's luggages. And turns out, just kind of the 1%. Only the 1% can really afford to go on vacation and uh, pay for this luggage. So what he did was flip that triangle upside down. Now you have the rest of the world. Guess what? If you can appeal to the rest of the world, you're probably going to make more money even if you sell your luggage a bit cheaper. Also, a good way to start, give all these bozos who work here paid vacation because now they have the money to go buy luggage and a reason to do so. So right immediately, just the people in our office building got to save the company. Imagine what the rest of the world's gonna do. That's his pitch. They're going to war. No, we got past that. You ruined that. You lost the war. You lost the war. Craig took that away from us. It's just the luggage company. Yeah, I know. It's not as good of an ending. I also think it's... Like, I I guess it works. But also, like, if you guys... If you guys really need that spell out for you, make your luggage cheaper so you can make more money by selling it to more people. Is that is that, that hard? Is that not economics? Am I crazy? You gotta get that demand up, or else why are you supplying anyone? Mm-hmm. England is full of idiots, I guess. I don't know. Maybe just London. Maybe it's just the Wilson Company. They're all a bunch of woozles. Whatever. Yeah, all those woozles, they're, they end up saying, good job, though, Christopher Robin. You saved the company. Everyone's keeping their jobs. And now go have your vacation that you wanted so badly at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> it's, I, I'm sorry. I love this movie, but that part is dumb. And then they go off to the Hundred Acre Wood and uh, happily ever That's after. It. He, bring, he brings his family, obviously. Well, of course. Actually. <laughs> they left the well, daughter at does, home. He does do she that. She wouldn't appreciate it. <laughs> she, she has work to do. That's what she enjoys. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't have interrupted. Yes, they, they all go to the 100 Acre Wood and enjoy it. But guys, yeah. did you have anything else to say about this movie before we talk about the post credit scene? I really enjoyed it. Oh, okay. No, That's... there's a post credit scene. We t- we're talking about plot, Craig. Before we go to the post credit scene. I'd just like to say one thing, because again, this whole solution was uh, came from the idea of Winnie the Pooh saying, um, while doing nothing, 
can bring about great things, apparently. <laughs> With great nothing comes great things. No, that's definitely not what it was said. <laughs> Great, no, nothing comes something, right? <laughs> with, with, by doing nothing, you can bring about great things. I, I think you're saying it wrong. <laughs> I know you're definitely both are definitely saying it wrong, but it's something along the lines by by doing nothing, you can bring great things. A great something, because I'm pretty sure they say nothing in something. You can bring a great something then. God, if only I wrote this down. <laughs> I didn't write it down either. I just have a thing in my notes saying post credit scene in quotations, busy doing nothing. Doing nothing often leads to the very best of something. Oh, there it is. That's what I said. No, he did not. <laughs> it was close. No, because he was right. It's something. I knew something was in there too. And it was doing nothing often leads to the very best something. And that was like the, the kind of. Um, message yeah the theme of the movie is don't do a fucking thing that's not a good message for the kids i think right am i insane it says in this in this thing here in the world where where it's praised to work longer and harder it's easy to forget the importance of doing absolutely nothing now kaska the thing is this isn't a children's movie this is a movie for adults and young adults who are going to lose their way like christopher robin did it also says here there's a magic that happens when you do nothing. The body refreshes, the mind can relax, and some of the greatest ideas can unfold while doing nothing. Okay, Craig, get, let's get off of Wikipedia. This is from <laughs> theweekendfox.com. <laughs> <laughs> credit where credit is due, I guess. I'm just, I'm just thinking. Y- like, you also want to give the, the author of that article, Craig? I mean, he should. If he's Might as reading well. The author is... Um, uh, <laughs> do you, do you want to do you want to give us oh, the full link? Catherine Fox, <laughs> thank the you. creator of the Weekend Fox. Oh, okay. Thank you, Catherine Fox. Um, Thanks, Catherine Fox. You and and to find that, I googled "great nothing comes from something poo." <laughs> <laughs> See, it's what I said, it the f- and I found it. Great. So, did any of you watch the post-credit scene? Of course, I'm the, just you thinking. Mean, you, though. Mean, you mean mid-credit scene? Like it was during the credits. Yeah, it was during the credits. Sorry, mid-credit scene. So you both did. I didn't really know what was going on. Like why? They're all on vacation. Yeah, I guess. Okay. Wait, before we get there, though, do you think, uh, like, he's the he's the he's the head of the efficiency department? Yes. There's like six people there. Yes. Doesn't seem very efficient. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's because the. Wait, are you talking about before the movie or after That's the movie? That's because his job before was to... You remember he, his job was to fire everybody. His job is not to fire people! <laughs> his job is! Why do you think he has such a small office? Because he fired everybody. <laughs> He's the head of the efficiency department. Now, I will... He probably should have. Because he has six people doing one job. You yelled at me before for saying that's his job to fire people. That's not his job! But I'm just seeing, like, how efficient is this department? It's the freaking plot of the movie to fire the people. It wasn't to fire the people. If he was going to fire the people, he wouldn't be working so hard to keep the people their jobs. Mm. It was still the plot, though. I I mean, the the plot of the movie was that the people might get fired or the company is going to go under. Yeah, yeah. How do I stop those things from happening? (laughs) Not, oh, I'm going to fire these people. All right, time to go on vacation, because that would be it. There would be no problem. Fine, you win this one. I'm not trying to win. I'm just trying to figure it out, this whole situation, because it seems like a bad job. I think we can workshop this. I think we got to workshop this. Okay, what's the problem? Please say it clearly into the microphone for me. They need to cut 20% from the budget. Great. Now, our man is supposed to make operations as efficient as possible in order to do that. That's what I'm told, yes. That's the plot of the movie. And the thing is, he is just making that revenue go up, up, up instead of cutting costs. Would you say that's efficient? Um, no, it sounds more like a different kind of issue. So maybe, maybe you should get this guy out of the efficiency department and into like, maybe like the sales department. Yeah, it seems like sales, marketing, a little bit of human resources too, apparently. Well, we found the issue. This guy is just misplaced in his job role. How do we fix that? Maybe the 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 son of the boss, no the big boss. We fix it with Christopher Robin too. Fire everyone. <laughs> he just he gets a new title, just, and then the movie ends. <laughs> the, 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 yeah, at the end they just they say, you know what, we're still gonna, you know, what? we're not gonna close the company. We'll dissolve the uh, the department, 
And Christopher Robin, you're going to get a new new job, a new promotion, a, a new position. Because let's face it, you kind of saved the company, and we don't need six people in the efficiency department. And, and I think with that, I think we saved this movie. No, this movie didn't need saving, except for that ending. It wasn't super great. <laughs> Fine. We, sa- we, we saved Christopher Robin's career. <laughs> we did do that. Yeah, I'll take credit for that. You're, you're welcome, America. You're welcome, America. You're welcome, London, as well, and Christopher Robin. No, they were better off before. <laughs> this company should have went under. Would have affect no one, like the 1%. Who cares? They'll be fine. They have money. What a frivolous issue this was, huh? Wow. Whatever. It was after the war. They're... It's time to celebrate, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah. It's it's time to celebrate. He got his job. He's fine. He's working. It's, his friends are working. It's fine. He's probably going to finally get that game of gin rummy. And all will be well in the world. <laughs> With his diseased cat. Oh, yeah, yeah. He said Pooh was a diseased cat. Yeah, <laughs> he shoved him in his jacket. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I love kitty cats. Uh, no, this one's diseased. You can't look at it. Also, I'm practicing my ventriloquism. This makes sense. Goodbye. And he leaps. I, I don't think that guy was going to want to play Jim Rummy with him now after after that. No, no. He, de- he, debacle. He's still going to want to. Yeah, I believe he says, Christopher Robin mumbles, Jim Rummy, like he's doing ventriloquism. And he goes, oh, when can we play that? Uh, next week, tomorrow. Uh, see ya. And he leaves. Man, what a good movie. Really? Yeah. It was a fine, it. fine film. The best parts, I think, was just Pooh in the real world, just talking to people. Pooby and Pooh, in general, he's always been a good character. That, that silly old bear. Oh, man. I feel like I should maybe go back to things, but I feel like nothing is going to top like when Pooh was just in Christopher Robin's house. That was my favorite part about the movie. It was good. It's a good little scene. It's great. How about you guys? Any final thoughts? Uh, Well, I, like I said, I mean, I really, really enjoyed it. I give it... Two thumbs up. Um, Great. <laughs> I can't wait for the sequel. No, I don't want that. Cause... What was what was the, the daughter's name? Madeline? Madeline Robin, the sequel. When she does the same thing. This is what Disney should be doing for their live actions. Instead of remakes, they should just do, you know, new stories. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with this sh- stuff that they're doing if it wasn't for the fact that, no, nah, you're just doing movies you already did pretty well. Stop! <laughs> I don't I, like the the Lion King was a beautiful, wonderful, fun, colorful film. Now you just kind of made a brown mess everywhere, and it does. It's not even live action because you didn't get animals. You just sat in front of a computer all day. They just CGI them. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's bad. I, what are you doing? I mean, I'm I'm gonna see it. I do want to see it. I don't, and, and I I definitely want to see Aladdin. Aladdin was always my favorite. Uh, one of my favorite Disney movies. Yeah, never even heard of it. That was one of mine. But that's okay, because that's not where we're watching next week. Next it's week, true. join us together while we get to watch Cadet Kelly. Cadet Kelly, my back order, it's going to ship. Whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. And I'll be here. And so next week, Cadet Kelly, everyone be prepared. Christy Carlson Romano. Lizzie McGuire, fuck. <laughs> Hillary Duff? Hillary Duff. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it's Lizzie McFuck. <laughs> Lizzie McFuck, let's do it. I'm pretty psyched. sure pretty sure that actor name is Lizzie McFuck. <laughs> I hate you guys. Disney Channel Starlet, Lizzie McFuck. <laughs> like you've never seen her before. <laughs> the military school. I guess. Uh, I don't Alright, guys. This is Dunce number one signing off. This is Dunce number two. Sign it off. Are you gonna sign off? Yeah, Richard, what's wrong with you? I want bodyguards! Huh? Have I got to men for you? Oh, boy! So, if you think you can do, get some dairy you'll know that you must until you see so fearsome. Musketeers say, call for one and one for all! Call for one, hey! Call for one and one for all! Call for one, hey! Call for one and one for all, and all for one and one for all!